What's up, everybody? Another episode of The Straight Cut coming to you from Western Cigars Inside the Mayor's Lounge. I am Aaron. This is Mark. And I'm Steve. Uh, welcome back. Thank you. I appreciate it, fellas. It's been, what, I guess six weeks you're on six-week rotation, right? Yeah, something like that. Did we do one last time I was in town? I don't remember. I don't remember. No, because you came in on like a weird day. The well, last time I was in was um, the anniversary, the anniversary episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the last one I was on. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I guess it's been about six weeks. Yeah. So yeah. Anything new? New? Different? Change? Still hot where you are? Yeah, yeah. Still hot in hot Atlanta. That's right. They have this giant sign in the airport when you're coming up the escalator. It says nobody actually calls it hot Atlanta. Really? <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, it's hilarious. Well, then where did it come from? People outside of Atlanta call it hot Atlanta. Uh-huh. Um, because it's, it's hot. <laughs> it is hot. So you need your little button. That's hot. <laughs> little Paris Hilton or whatever. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, from yeah, that's yeah. You need to program that into that. Yeah, God, I can't even use the buttons we have now, let alone Paris Hilton going. That's hot. Yeah, I doubt. I doubt that'll get used. Uh, you know that uh, that show was filmed here. Yeah, in it, was, Arkansas. Uh, it was. What was it? Stuttgart? No, it's outside of Altus. Oh, Alt- yeah. Okay, Altus. Yeah. Yeah, so um, that's wine country. That is <laughs> Arkansas well, wine country. I mean, if you're gonna put Whitaker and uh, what's the other one, Post? Post. Post. There's like five there now. Those are more. Oh yeah, yeah. there's a brewery there too. I know there. Yeah, I knew there was a brewery. Yeah, and uh, something else. There's one. I guess we only had still one spirit factory. Is it factory or distillery? Distillery. One yeah. spirit distillery. Yeah, I think so. Yep. A little history lesson on Arkansas and Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie. Yeah. <laughs> I know all you people care, but. <laughs> I don't even know what show you're talking about. Uh, what What's um, The Simple Life? Simple Life. Yeah, this yeah. was back in like 2000. I think I was still in high school. Oh, yeah. 2002, I think. Probably, yeah. It was, it was early. 2001. It's been 20 years, I, I guess. <clears throat> I guess I missed that. All right. What are we smoking? How about that? Uh, we are smoking the Ashton Symmetry, which is uh, one of my favorite cigars. Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, Dominican and Nicaraguan binder filler, which is why we call it the Symmetry. Um, so this is the first Fuente factory product that uh, featured a Nicaraguan leaf. It's not the only one now, but at the time it, it was the first. Um, so it was so. an innovator. It was, yeah. Um, What's the other one that has Nicaraguan leaf? Well, they have a couple now oh, okay. with Fuente, yeah. They have a farm in, in Nicaragua now. So, uh, breaking news, Mississippi State beat Vanderbilt in game Woo! three. Vanny didn't deserve it. No, they didn't. Sorry. But did Arkansas did Arkansas beat Mississippi State during any yeah. of the year? Arkansas the, won every series correct. during the year. So then, by de facto, Arkansas is... Well, no. So the way this nuts. works is when you when you play a tournament to determine the champion, whoever wins that tournament is the champion. Yeah, it's kind of like the year that uh, I forget which which one it was. Um, it was the Seahawks and Patriots, either the first time or the second time. And during that year, the Chiefs were pretty bad, but we beat both of those teams. I was like, well, you know. Still didn't make the playoffs, did no. you? <laughs> probably not. I th- not so matter. I think that probably would have been Andy Reid's first year. Right. Yeah. It's the funny oh, part was... about sports with tournaments. 
the, the winner of the tournament <laughs> is the champion. How about, how about, well, we, I mean, you know, for timeline, this is going to come out like almost two weeks after the fact, but we talked about England the other day yep. and look at what they did. They beat Germany and that was they just, did. that was just nothing. an amazing game. So yep. in the, the round of 16, the euros have been fun. And when the day this comes out, I will be up at the shop in the afternoon watching England play Switzerland, I believe. When no, is it? no that's, th- that's this Friday, isn't it? Yeah, this Friday. No, this comes out the following Friday. Oh, so this by is the future, time this, this comes is a future out, callback. there will be a champion of who will be crowned by this. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's true. It's we're not recording Sunday. I'm surprised Switzerland plays sports. You know, they're they're always so neutral. You know, it's like, oh, we scored a goal. Beat, we're going to let you score one. They beat. Uh, <laughs> they beat a big. Uh, they beat uh, uh, France, right? Yeah, on in on PKs. PKs. Yeah, Mbappe uh, didn't get this last one. You're speaking French to me. Yep, literally, <laughs> literally. Yeah, it was uh, actually a really good round. Uh, the the Spanish um, Croatia game was exciting because. Uh, Croatia was down 3-1 with about six minutes left, scored twice to tie it up, and then uh, Spain tied, scored twice in overtime. Was, but it was an exciting game. I was reading something. It'd been, it'd been, the pool play was particularly dull, yeah. except for the part where Christian Eriksen died on the field. Literally not I heard dull. about that. That was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. And then was revived, thank goodness. Yeah. Um, I, I'm a Christian Eriksen fan. He's a good player. Uh, a really nice holding midfielder, really, really good quality player. Probably won't play anymore, but that's going to say. Um, <clears throat> but uh, um, the pool play was defensive and not that exciting. Having said that, when it got to be single elimination, apparently uh, everybody turned it on. Everybody turned it on. Well, there's so been some really close, exciting games from the from the 1960s until 2019. There had been six own goals in the Euros. There's been six own goals this year alone. Yeah, I'm not necessarily wow. a huge fan of own goals, which is... Well, nobody is. Who's a fan of own goals? <clears throat> well... Bookies, maybe? Uh, Steve is. Um, <laughs> right. Own goals for the non-soccer fans are goals that the defensive defense scores, but um, it's been it's been exciting. It's been fun. And for the record, all of the... Ronaldo uh, lost... That's always Aww. good. And he took the coke off the... the I saw that. <clears throat> right. That big, was a big uproar. Big uproar. And, uh, yeah. Well, if I was coke, I'd be pissed about that, right? You spent coke got millions of dollars. They coke got, got they huge got pl- publicity. Well, but the thing is, they also did lose $4 billion in stock, stock margin. Yeah. Did it rally? It, it rallied, but, <laughs> yeah. but that probably helped because that just means more coke people probably bought stock cheaper and then... Right. No, it was coming back up. So the theory was in the conspiracy was that he did that so that he could buy. It. You realize he that could buy it cheaper early in his career that he not only uh, was a, a spokesman for Pepsi, he was a spokesman for KFC and mm-hmm. McDonald's. Well, because it was him and Messi did commercials together. Because yeah. they're both Pepsi. So people. all of this clean huh. living stuff. I know KFC and McDonald's. So all I, I'm saying. So it's I know, all about that money. Boys. I know, uh, like, <laughs> that's it. Like Pogba, that's why he has his own private eye. <laughs> well, Pogba pulled uh, the Heineken, which they were fine with that, and they're going to start doing that for. For the record, it was a non-alcoholic version, but I get that because yeah. that's against his religion. Yeah, he was just like people shouldn't be drinking sugary drinks, and you're just going. Yeah, you're not. Yeah. Agua. That's what he said. I like. I like agua. Right. That's fine. Soccer talk. 
Soccer talk. No, Tour of France really is right. going on right now, too. Do you guys know that? Mm-hmm. Oh, my. So, Tour de France. So, okay, let me ask you this. You, since you <clears> are so what, a did the big, sign mean? what did the sign mean? It's, it, it was hi, grandma, grandpa, in both French and German. Um, wow. But... That was so, a big deal. So that lady, so she evidently, got arrested evidently she got arrested. Yeah, they're suing her. Does that seem a little much, though? No. Um, like, they literally ruined her life over something that's well, kind of big, but not that big. So the, the question is, did she agree? Like, did she have a ticket or agree when she entered the course area to, to a code of conduct? That. No, right? I mean, it's the same thing I mean, they're, they're as if you rush fast, the field at a uh, yeah. if you rush the field at any any sporting event, you're going to get arrested, right? You're going to get a fine, and that's that's any any sporting event. What it doesn't matter where you're suing at. her for though. I the arresting part I don't have a problem for because I, I don't know on the lawsuit. The arrested part I don't have a problem. She 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 broke. I mean, but I, don't I, have I a mean problem. I don't think it was egregious, but. How was it? it took out eighty percent of but the field? I, I don't think no. What I'm saying, like she didn't. I don't think she literally mean to take out all those people. I mean, no, she, I mean I'm sure she didn't mean no, to. No, but the, people want instant gratification, want to be on the news, blah blah blah. Don't be stupid though. Yeah, no, exactly. But but also, this has happened like, before. Well, yeah. but what's what? She got arrested. Okay, what is what is the possible um, outcome of that? Is she? Is it a like a twenty five hundred dollar fine and? 30 days in jail or what, what is, or, or is she going to be put to death or what, what's, what's the, <laughs> what's the possible penalties here and what, I mean, what's the charge? Cause well, there's some racers already had to pull out. So, right. I mean, trespassing is a legitimate charge there because she was on the course. Yeah. So you could, you could throw it to the team sponsors and say, because my racer had to pull out of the race, that's less exposure for my yeah. team, which cost me money. Yeah. Right. Um, it also costs the riders money for not being able to finish the race. Sure. Um, not finishing in a position that they would get a bonus from the, not only the the tour but their company and and I mean there's a lot of money involved in this. This is sure. Peter Sagan is like the biggest name in cycling, right? This guy makes like six million dollars a year or something, and that's not even counting like if he wins a stage. You know, he gets a big bonus for that. If he wins the so, green jersey is what he's known for, right? So, for like, he, competition. he makes backup shortstop money. Six million <laughs> a year? Just saying. Well. Utility infielder money. Well. For I riding mean, a bike. Right. It's, I would say probably yes. what he does is more physically... I'm not. I'm not comparing the activities, but, but I'm just saying. No, I, I, I just didn't. I didn't think about it that way. But right. yeah, you're right. Right. I mean, he's. He makes. Yeah. He makes thirteenth guy on an NBA team money. Yeah. And NBA he's NBA the biggest name in cycling, though. NBA players yeah. get paid stupid money. Like, sure. If you're just a, an average basketball player, yeah. you're making twenty million. A so year. for the record, you mean average NBA player? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Average NBA player. Well, right. yeah, you didn't you, say average. You and NBA. I are not making twenty million. <laughs> right. Because average basketball player is actually like uh, not in the NBA. <laughs> No. Yeah, I'm saying like average NBA. <laughs> right, right. I'm trying to see what they say they're going to sue her for, but I can't find anything. The well, suit, the suit is interesting because it is deprivation of of opportunity. I get that, but it's a really it's really hard to prove because 
you have to prove that she was solely responsible. And I just want to know how, how weak is the guy that falls down by getting hit by a piece of cardboard? Oh, like, you didn't see it. No, I saw it. He tried to eat. She like his. legit like takes his bike out. But, yeah. it, but he hit the cardboard first. Like The cardboard doesn't matter. It's her body hitting the bike, which causes... Do you know how thin the tires are on those bikes? Oh, yeah. I mean, you've seen Doug's bike. Yeah. I've seen your bike, too. If that thing gets at a certain angle, uh, it's gone. Like, there's no saving it. And you got to think, those guys are doing 40 mile an hour. Do you think they're going that fast? Yeah. I mean, it it was right at the start. Yeah. So, I mean, the front of the Peloton or whatever, so... Yeah, it was was very front of the Peloton. I mean, it... Yeah. The the guys who squeaked by probably fucking loved it. I mean, well, there weren't many. That was like a I think few guys like, at what, the front, five yeah. or six or so yeah, that wasn't was by. I mean, they just but there was normally big crash later. Yeah, and normally when something like that happens, it's kind of like in baseball, right? They have unwritten rules. Everybody stops. Everybody slows down and Smokes lets the whole group catch up, right? Um, okay. And that happens quite a bit. And then there's other rules like Sagan went down uh, almost at the finish on uh, the next stage, and like if you're within. Uh, three kilometers to the finish, then there, there's no time loss for a for a crash. Um, so there's there's rules to help protect against that stuff, and there there's kind of an understanding with the group. They had a protest yesterday. Uh, the writers, the writers did. Yeah. yeah, they stopped for a minute, um, which has happened multiple times. I'm not so sure what it's going to accomplish protesting? anything. Uh, so safe, they felt safety, safety regulations. Yeah, they felt like the uh, the tour has set this course up. Um, to put them in bad positions, and they're they're the reason they're having so many accidents. I mean, there are there have been oh, so a is it not ton the same, of accidents. So is it not the same year. course? Every no, year. no, it oh, changes it every was. year. Okay. No, it changes every but year. But they they so they're blaming them for the woman having access to the course. No, not so that was the biggest accident. But there have been Others. normally. I guess the road conditions aren't that great this year. Also, yeah. The so the the sections that they're taking them through, like the the last. Two stages, I think there have been um, like 180 degree turns within the last few kilometers. Like, and and when they get to the finish, I mean, those guys they can get up to like 50, 60 mile an hour when they're sprinting for the finish. So when you get close to the end like Got that, a, like a they're pin. moving, yeah. <laughs> and it's not even a hairpin; it's a square. Like it's not a gradual how do you turn. Hit, how do you hit an apex in a square? I guess you get <laughs> corner corner. But here's why I think the the crash and the girl has been good for it because it's got me talking about it. And it's got a yeah. lot of other fucking people talking. A lot of about eyeballs it. on it. More money is coming in because of her. So I don't know about that. More people are paying attention to it. More people are going to be interested in buying a really expensive four thousand dollar bike. More people are going to be interested in paying attention. I don't know. To I don't know race. if. Yeah, if they're paying attention to the race, that probably gets more people into the sport. So yeah, probably to some degree, you're right. Yeah, yeah I'd agree. So they should, she should like want money now because well, it'd be interesting. So you got to think you're talking about like it's hard to prove, but you're talking about in this is in France, like this is not an American court system that this is going to go on, right? You're saying they don't have fair justice over there? I, I don't know. I've never been in a courtroom in <laughs> Do we France. have fair They're justice here? <laughs> That's arguable. Uh, right. Let's not get into that. <laughs> right. I'm going to agree with Steve on that. My pudding uh, pop. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, it was something. I, I did, and I mean, that's... And I heard a couple of writers had to drop out permanently. So. Yeah, th- but there have been multiple crashes already this year, and, and that's rare 
this early in the race, let alone the whole race. But aren't these first really couple um, uh, legs usually just sort of like leg stretching exercises? They're not like they're not pedaling to. Those are usually when they hit the mountains, and then later. Uh, yes and no. So it the first couple are usually designed for the sprinters, right? The guys that are top speed, like all out for the last okay. kilometer. Um, and so they're usually easier stages because they're flatter because those guys can't keep up when it comes to the mountains, right? So you've got you've got basically um, four categories that there are jerseys assigned. Right. And those are the four big positions, right? So you have the sprinters, which is the green jersey. It's a point system. And you've got the general classification, which is like the big race, right? Like that's the whole Tour de France. You've got to win a lot to get that one. Right. That's the yellow jersey. Then you've got the polka dot jersey, which is king of the mountains, which is also a point system based on uh, the first one up certain peaks. And there's multiple of those on every stage. And then you have the best young rider, um, which is a white jersey. So those are kind of the four big positions that people are fighting for. So they designed some stages for sprinters. They designed some for the general classification. And they designed some for King of the Mountains. So it, mm-hmm. it's it's they added all of those to make it more competitive for the guys that can't keep up in the mountains. Well, these That's are the idea they, participation trophies. They can't talk about the integrity well, of the sport whenever you have to go right, through like that's different. seven seven riders to find somebody who didn't fucking cheat. That's different. Yeah. So yeah, but it's all in the same bubble of six riders, not seven. Six <laughs> sex riders. Sex. That's a different type. That's a different type of riding. Right. That is a different type of riding. <laughs> How about that peloton? <laughs> okay, we're getting off track. We are. Is, do or you even have a track? track? Do we have a track? No. <laughs> or we're on track by being off track. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you all a question that I asked the Discord last night. And it the answer I got was about 50-50. It's okay if if both are adults. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't care. If you're both adults, I don't give a fuck. I'm going with that answer. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> no. Okay. Would you rather have a school named after you or a famous sandwich? That I could sell and make money off of? Either that or just like, you know, like, like everybody a has sandwich a sandwich named after me. Yeah, it's sandwich named after you. Like everybody has a Reuben on their menu. Like somebody could have like the Langenfeld. The, the Mark Reuben? Yeah, the Mark Reuben. <laughs> if I'm not making money off the sandwich, which is what you're telling me. No, it's just the, it, it's just the fact of, hey, you have a sandwich named after you. I don't care. <laughs> Christ. I, I mean... I, I, I would assume that you would want a school named after you because that means you've done something more um, sort of good for society because they would mostly people name sandwiches after people who are infamous or sort of funny, funny famous. Yes. Yeah. But, and I would want to do something better for society that would cause you to want to name a school after me, like cure cancer or something. But so well, I would there's go also school. like schools that named after like Robert E. Lee, and I don't think he did really. <clears throat> well, good. right. But like, but sandwiches but, bring but joy. When to he w- when they named it Robert E. Lee, he was thought of well as somebody who was a positive influence. I understand that that's a <laughs> that right now isn't the take, and well, that's yeah, I don't it's think properly then wasn't the take either. It just depends on where you were. No, I think at the time, there. Uh, okay, fine, but. Um, uh, <laughs> I think you have to acknowledge that there was a different point of view at the time. 
um, a wrong point of view, but a different point of view. But um, I think they, they try to name schools after people who've done good in society. So I'd go with school. Because like, yeah. like somebody, the Jersey Shore guys have like sandwiches named after them. If you're asking me, do I want to be Jonas Salk or the Jersey Shore guy, which is what you sound the like. The situation. Right. Mark the situation now. I would prefer to be Jonas Salk. <laughs> right? All I see. Oh, goodness. All I see is Mark with like the spiky hair. Spiked up hair. And yeah. like the really, G- ba- really bad GTO, tan. bro. So I'm going with school <laughs> because I think those people have made a more positive contribution to society. What was it? It was... What was GTO? It was Jim. GTL, Jim Tan Laundry. Laundry, what? that's right. Right. The fact that I know Jersey Shore existed, <laughs> I've never seen the show and I have no idea who you're talking about, but Jersey Shore is a big enough social phenomenon that I understand the concept. And I know the situation was the one dude who got arrested, right? Yeah, he had some major legal issues. He was issues. in jail for a while. Yeah. Right. So he's clearly a role model I'd like <laughs> to emulate. Snooky Middle School in Upper, in upper oh, New York. Oh, Snooky was oh, the Lord. weird girl, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I guess I know more than I... I, I, I but say, for somebody who's never seen the show... I've never seen the show, but, but it was kind of hard to avoid for several years. <laughs> Listen, right. I watched it. I was in college when all that was going on, and I thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my life. That was, so. the tur- that was the turning one of the turning points when MTV just said, fuck it, we're not doing music anymore. So... Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, that, but I remember when the original real world came on, right? Yeah. Which is all this is based but on. But that didn't like, but that didn't like take over the games. <laughs> no, but, and really, yeah, oh, MTV did, doesn't play music anymore. Let's not act like MTV was the true source of music ever. It was like, I mean, for crying out loud, they played Brian Adams and they is played. Is that not music though? It is, but let's not act like it was like they were uncovering musical unknowns. It was like pop music. Well, no, but it's with like, videos. Yeah, but I mean, it is cuts there, like a knife. But is there a music video <laughs> channel right now? Anymore? Who cares? YouTube, I guess. YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, it's all OnlyFans. So right? you and you guys came in, and that's and, what they're doing. Yeah, you didn't hear this. What OnlyFans, OnlyFans is trying to get away from the porn side, and yeah. and. Become. Originally, the idea was for artists to put their work on there. So, for the record, be able to sell it. Eric wow. Church just released three albums on OnlyFans. <clears throat> no, <laughs> but two of those albums are publicly available, and one is available to his fan club. And so, as uh, just a hard copy or digital, <clears throat> so you you could buy it as a uh, vinyl. The only way you could buy it, mm. and if you bought the vinyl, you got access digitally through his website. Okay, so like that's cool. So like, if you want to listen to it in the car, you don't have to bring like a record player. <laughs> no, but <laughs> but you had to abide the vinyl to get the digital copy. <laughs> like that's okay, cool. Okay, falling down the rabbit hole for one other thing. Like you ever you remember Pimp My Ride? Oh yeah, I remember there was a show where the guy like had like one vinyl record in his car. So exhibit put like a, a record a, player in, in the front, car. Like, like, dude, they used to do that. Oh, I know, but like, can you imagine, like, like you the want to you want to listen oh, to music? Yeah, you'd hit a bump. Jeez, <laughs> oh, I mean, CDs skipping is not even close dude, to what dude, a I remember. Would I remember the walk the Walkman, like they had oh, the, yeah, the anti shock technology yeah. and shit. One of my uh, one of my relatives posted. She's got a, a little kid who was 
you know, was fascinated with the music discs, right? Because kids aren't going to even know CDs because no. they're th- that's not the way they consume music. Well, and they yeah. think the floppy the 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 floppy icon is just means save, not right an actual floppy disk. But we're not we're not going to consume. But the funny part about this is, you know, he's in essence created a, a, a you know a private album for his fans. Yeah, no, that's cool. And it's you know it, it, he released three albums and it, but that middle album is is it's not a throwaway album. It's a really good album. Well, and there's there's a lot of musicians that have gone to that. Yeah, um, I mean you, it, they're building platforms that are just like that that are designed specifically for artists. I mean that that's what OnlyFans was supposed to be. Well, that's what MySpace is now. Well, it was they lost a lot of content like two years ago when they just like the servers were shut down, but. That's what MySpace turned into. Was MySpace was originally MySpace. supposed to be music. Yeah, but well, then it like blew up to like what Facebook is now. But right. now it's back to like it's just mainly music stuff. Mm. I didn't even know it's still around. Mm-hmm. I tried to use my like old login every once in a while and just see if it's still out there floating in the ether. But it's not pictures of emo Aaron. <laughs> what would it be, God? Yes, I, I can tell you like what the we're screen. Gonna, we're going to call him Emarin. I can tell, I can tell you what the screen looks like. So I had a. Uh, I'm so sad. <laughs> I had a. I had one dance, of the, Kevin. Dance. It was there was they weren't around then. I had the music box that played 311. Um, my name was Cigars underscore Martini, and I was like 19. Wow. Um, nice. I remember in the bio it said, I like hanging out with my friends and going to Willie D's. Wow. <laughs> there you were a Willie D's guy, huh? I like Willie D's. Willie D's okay. is cool. Yeah. So right. that Willie D's is the piano bar? The piano bar, yeah. yeah. Willie D's is... Where they play country music primarily? It wasn't country music. It was a lot... Like when I went, it was a lot of... Uh, they play a lot of different stuff. I mean, I, stuff I, you can play on the piano. I think though. the right. only singer songwriter well, country right. music. You know, it was like a bunch of like classic rock kind of stuff. The only country song I know they did was like uh, "Friends in Low Friends Places." In low oh, that's sure. like the only one. one. That's yeah. like oh, I bet you there was. I bet you there was twenty country songs they played. Yeah, there were a bunch. Because yeah, I've been to Willie D's, and trust me, they played three Chris Stapleton songs the night we were there. Well, because my friend who claimed to be a country fan and dogged me out. That night, and and then Chris Stapleton came on and goes, "I don't recognize this. Are they going to play stuff we go?" And I go, "You don't know who the fuck Chris Stapleton is?" And he goes, "No." And I said, well, "Wow." He goes, "Well, if Willie Nelson didn't cover it," and I said, "Trust me when I say Chris Stapleton." I, listen, I'm a Willie Nelson fan, so I'm not dogging Wilson, Willie Nelson. But if you, Chris Stapleton is like, like way better singer than oh, Willie yeah. Nelson is. Oh yeah. I don't know who what Chris Hamilton is. Oh my god, it's not in my it's not in my forte. <clears throat> yeah, you. I think I gave you a Chris Stapleton album. He was the bluesy sort of country guy, Tennessee whiskey. Mm, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I listen, big voice. I listened to it for that week, and then right, it's, big voice. I had a, I don't. You're re- missing out. Re-listen to a bunch of my other stuff to get my algorithm. He has correct so again. much soul in you his heard, music. Yeah, you heard it's the new unreal. You heard the new album? No, I haven't. So the new album has a song about Vegas uh, called Watch and Burn, which is obviously personal to me, which is a, a take on that, which is um, fuck you, I hope you burn, right? Which is, which is I appreciate it. Yeah. Nice turn on that. I wonder who that's directed to. Uh, it's re- the, the gentleman who shot at me. <laughs> yeah. So it's exactly what it's talking about. and um, But he's got a song that you've got to hear called Maggie's Song about a dog. 
that he Uh-oh. picks up and it is does the dog die cry? at the end of the song the dog dies at the end of the song so, okay, oh, Lord, so that's what we were talking about last week so are, you hate a movie where a dog do. dies do you hate a song where a dog dies the song is awesome that's not what I asked I don't hate songs where the dog dies okay because you hate a movie where, where a dog dies I didn't want no I just didn't want it that night I didn't want to watch a movie where the dog died I was not in a place for that <laughs> was it John Wick no, it was oh. um, driving in the rain. Oh, and yeah. Paula and Paula kept saying, well, "Let's go watch the movie," <laughs> and I said, "I'm not in. I'm not emotionally in a place where I want to go see a movie where the dog fucking dies." And in the first ten minutes after they got me engaged with the dog, th- through Tom Hanks being the fucking dog voice, the dog tells you he's going to die later in the movie, and I'm like, and then for the record, his wife got cancer, and then the kid almost died, and so for the record, yeah, not an upbeat movie. But Ruin the movie if you're going to see it. <laughs> it's been out for like five, six it's years. It's been five, six, but, but that two may, years. But maybe that's a movie to make you feel better because you're like, you know what? Maybe life, my life's not so bad. But that night it pissed me off. <laughs> we never got your answer if you if you want a sandwich or school. I'd, I'd probably go with a school for the same reason Mark said, right? You, people are going to recognize that as a more meaningful impact on on people, on society as a whole, but... I mean, I travel around the South and eat sandwiches everywhere I go. So I that's more likely what would happen. But I'd rather have the school. <laughs> I'd take either one. Give me the sandwich. <laughs> because nobody, majority of people don't like going to a school, but they like going to have a good sandwich. That would, that brings joy. School, not so much. So you want to accomplish less, but be recognized more yeah, in a happy life. I would say it's pretty selfish. I would say more people know about a Reuben than more people know about Horace Mann Middle School in Little Rock. Right, but Horace Mann did some really remarkable things. But also, Horace Mann School in Little Rock is not a good school. Like that's what I attribute Horace Mann to. No for matter. the record, is not Horace Mann's fault. Right. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like that's what it's attributed <laughs> that's a good point. to. That's what that's attributed to. Whereas a Reuben, it's he's like, also oh, it's an insurance company in Springfield. It's <laughs> yeah, but you got to think the, yeah, the overall mean, impact. Maybe it's a shitty Reuben. <laughs> <laughs> the overall impact of the person is more meaningful than the name on so the I'm, school. I'm taking it out of whether I want to, the school or the sandwich, and just saying the school signifies that I accomplish more in my okay, life. Okay, what if it wasn't right. a school? What if it was a building? A street name, something like that. Like, instead of Main Street, it's Mark Boulevard. You're going about it wrong, because that's still the same point, right? It would have to be, would you rather have a pizza or a sandwich named after you? Clearly a pizza. <laughs> okay, what would be, okay, what would be the toppings of your pizza? <clears throat> well, it would clearly have to be basil and sardines <laughs> and... Um, and pineapple. Oh, Lord. Next episode, I'm bringing a basil sardine pineapple pizza up here for you. Awesome. <laughs> you think you're threatening me? I know. I can't stand sardines. I don't know how really? people eat them. You put them in your mouth and you chew? It's disgusting. <laughs> so you don't like Caesars? No. They're okay. Well, you really can't taste. Most of them don't actually have sardines in them. Not anymore. The good ones do. There's a few good restaurants the, here. The highfalutin restaurants. Do. Highfalutin. Yeah, I, don't. I think uh, I'm not eating sardines. Well, the, it's not like chunks. They they puree it. Listen, I was like in Italy 
at the place where all those sardines come from. They're like world-renowned sardines, and I didn't eat one there. So, Oh, that's missing out, though. No. I don't eat fish. It's like going oh, right. to Austin. I forget. It's like going to Austin and uh, not having sex with the bat. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Steve understands. It's like going to Austin and yeah. not having sex with the bat. With a bat. You don't get oh, the bat. Oh, gosh. It's like my best jokes are lost. I don't, get, I don't get that. What is that? So there's a bridge, an underpass in Austin where every night at like 5 o'clock, a huge flock of bats comes out, and it's like famous. Yeah. Yeah, like I, creates no, a darkness. No, I've seen that. Now, where does fucking come involved? <laughs> Fucking's involved in everything. <laughs> Do you not understand the cycle of life? Do I need oh, to sing Elton John's Circle of Life here? Please. <laughs> I don't actually know the words. <laughs> but I'll look them up here in a minute. Oh, my goodness. I touched my eye. <laughs> and the Aaron, we're going to name something after Aaron. It's the Aaron touch, touch your eye moment. I did that earlier, too. My fucking, eye's been watering the whole episode. Fucking hurts, right? Yeah. Oh. It is referred to as the the Aaron, Shuttleworth. the Shuttleworth uh, eye touching. <laughs> I mean, I guess if I was going to be named after like a verb or something, it, it could be worse. Other than just eye touching, yeah, eye touching. You have been named after worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's talk about. Uh, we got a new cigar coming out. Product placement. Um, that's right. Uh, so we just announced today. Actually, this segment brought to you by Ashton. The uh, the La Roma de Cuba Passion, which is passion. Um, so brand new cigar. Uh, it's a Nicaraguan puro with a uh, shade grown wrapper. So it's hmm. yeah, it sounded good. Yeah, it's it's not a mild cigar. It's going to be a medium to full bodied cigar. Um, comes from the uh, Namanhi region of Nicaragua, which is. When I was down there in uh, 2020, we actually got to see the farm where they had just kind of kicked all this off, and so now the tobaccos are finally ready to go, and, and they're putting them on a couple of things. So, How, how many uh, sizes? It's going to come in six different sizes. That's a pretty band. Um, that, yeah, it's that, gorgeous. That mint, that mint green. green. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. It's a, uh, a box press torpedo, a Churchill, a Corona Gorda, um, the Encanto, the Marveloso, and the Robusto. Why? Okay, I do have a question. I'm not making fun of your company. Um, why is there a guy just haphazardly using a protractor on the uh, on the uh, announcement video? Because it is scientifically created. Because I mean, there's like there's a lot of like construction and building things. Is there a reason? Is there a story behind that? Well, so the whole the whole premise is the passion, right? Like that's that's what the cigar is named, um, and if you read the release that they put out about it, they talk about you know the passion in in what you do, and and that's how in all other, this other fields as well. Yeah, it's not okay. it's not just in okay. cigars. So passion is the line, correct? Okay. So the I whole idea it. is that it it encompasses whatever you're passionate about. Triple right? fermentation. Yeah. It sounded good. I saw the half wheel announcement today. Yeah. Um, sounds excellent. I'm a big uh, Aroma de Cuba fan. So, Me too. And that, uh, that, that sounded like a great cigar. When do you expect that we will see those in shops? It should be late August to early September. 
Okay. Um, we're still waiting on Have you confirmation. had one yet? I haven't. No, they literally just announced it to us on Monday, and then it, it was released to the public and today. Then, and then on Wednesday, they told everyone else. Correct. So okay. you got like a, looks like a Corona, a Robusto, a Torpedo, a Churchill, and a Gordo. Is there an echo in here? Yes. Oh, did you say that? <laughs> yes. I wasn't listening. That's five <laughs> sizes, by the way, and you said six. Yeah, there there are six on there. He said five. What'd you miss? I don't know. I'm just going to buy a picture that's on there. And I'm just guessing that's what those are. So I don't know. Uh, the box press torpedo, Churchill, Corona Gorda, mm-hmm. the Encanto, which is a six by 60, the Marveloso, which is like a Toro and a Robusto. Nice. That's six. I think that size okay. in particular with a Robusto is going to be really nice. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, the little um, sizes, I think, with it will be really flavorful and nice. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to that. Me too. That box press torpedo. Let's scream my name. Oh, yeah. Aaron. Right the Aaron Rubin. <laughs> Aaron Rubin, come smoke me. <laughs> That's going to haunt uh, my dreams tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, goodness. This is the first Not how you I guys like have it. rolled out in a while. You didn't roll out any during the pandemic, really. No, we, we reblended the uh, the Edition Especial in right. uh, January of oh, 2020. That, that new double E. Yeah, good, yeah. It's, it's, it's been good. But, but it yeah, was an existing that, line. It was reblended. Correct. Before that, uh, I think was the Reserva was the last one, and that was like in 2013 probably. Right. Um, so it's been a while since has we there, put out a new cigar. Has there Brand anything new, fresh, with, uh, no. with like the Ashton name? When was the last... Ashton name one, not like that would be the symmetry. Symmetry, okay. And that's been how many years? Seven. Wow, yeah. probably probably seven, roughly. That's uh, that's pretty cool. Did you? Yeah. Get, I mean, so the obviously PCA is going to be a push for that. Uh, start to start taking orders, getting ready. Yeah, we're taking pre orders now, um, and like I said, it'll hit shops like late August, early September, sometime around there. So it's important right now that you start bugging your tobacconist about where they are. Correct. Because they'll love that question. And everybody should bug Doug. Yes. <laughs> you guys are already, you're, you're on the list. <laughs> Doug doesn't cool. get a say on that one. <laughs> right. No, that's awesome. Because I know Brandon, I know Conway would be for sure. And if yeah. I had to drive up there, I would. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that cigar. Yeah, I like that. I like the band. Band screams. I'm not going to smoke a cigar just because of the band. The band is pretty. I mean, yeah. I, I, I was a little more fired up about the actual <laughs> cigar itself. But, but I'm, I'm, I mean, you I do you. I definitely judge a book by its cover. I know. But oh, I know. I mean, I've, I've been burnt a few times as well. But, but also, I know what. No, a band is a great way to judge a cigar. <laughs> what you should be excited about is the new Nicaraguan Puro Shade Grown yes. tobacco. That this sounds is, this awesome. is new to the, to the industry. So what a, what, yeah. what Nicaraguan shade grown out there is out there? I think the only other one is the uh, the new Fonseca that that my father did. And I have not smoked that, and so I'm I'm the first one I'm going to smoke is yours because I don't know that I have access to Fonsecas. <laughs> Where uh, we got them up in Conway. Oh, I don't go there. Um, were you on the channel the other night when uh, Padre was on there and he said he was told by somebody that only my father comes with a foot band on? Oh, I did hear. I've heard that story. <laughs> and I was like, I'm pretty sure like La Roma de Cuba has some. <laughs> and then we started like naming off all these ones. I'm like, right. I like, I really want to. A third of the scars <laughs> in the industry have a foot band. <laughs> oh, and I was like, I was like, 
I was like, what can I think of? What can I say that somebody will take at face value? And they're like, oh yeah, that sounds right. Because that sounds Nothing. like if, if, if somebody would just tell me that, even though I work at a shop, like, you know what? You might be like, oh yeah, there's also Fuente. And then there's like everything else. Every single, like seriously, yeah. one of every three cigars has a footband. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. I mean, all of the edges is just a footband. All of the edges, right. Yeah. But that was funny. That was funny to me. Right. No, I mean, once again, the key to bullshitting your way through life is saying it with confidence <laughs> and saying it repeatedly. It, it, it is actually not being no, I mean, re- I, correct. No, I and I, I, yes, I agree with that. But I also Did you know, know that Memphis is in the Eastern time zone? But, but I also... Because <laughs> Coach now and I... Now he's are, thinking, now he's thinking. Because Coach sure. was here and I said, no, Memphis is in the Eastern time zone. And Coach looked at me and I said it with such confidence that he paused for a second <laughs> He lives in fucking Memphis. Yes. Wow. And, but, like, and but like, I know, said, like. You said it with such confidence that I had to rethink. <laughs> then he goes, no, I live there. It's in the central time zone. But like, I also know that like Atlanta is in the eastern, but I don't consider that. That's like not that far east, is it? It's like four it's, or five hours. It must be like driving. right on the. Oh, no, it's like, like oh, eight it's, from yeah, here. It's seven and a half easy from But here. how far is it from Memphis? Six. Uh, Six. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like so four or five if you drive really fast, <laughs> or if you drive like me seven or eight from Memphis. Right. right. Uh, <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Driving Miss Daisy over here. Driving you know? Miss Daisy. I got nowhere to be. Does Does Mo sit in the back seat when you guys go places? <laughs> That's, that's driving Miss Mo. That's what we're gonna say now. I still that night. I still am just I, still perplexed about that night. I was just cruising at speed we're, limit. We're coming back from Conway. You weren't. Um, so we're coming back from Conway, and the speed is speed limit seventy five. It was. It yeah. wasn't then. I don't think it was then. What, no, I think it was. But and so they leave about five minutes before I. We were up smoking a cigar. And that I talked to Paul in the parking lot. And, and so I'm like five minutes behind him. And seriously, we're like four miles south of Conway. And I blow by a super. And I look, <laughs> and it's Aaron. And I think to myself, it's about four miles south of Conway. How? And then I look down, and I'm going 75. I'm not like going think, 90. I don't, I don't think it was 75 at the time, though. Even if it was 70. Yeah, what, no, you it should have made it further than I that. Think, I think forty went from sixty-five to seventy-five. No, it was 70. no, it was seventy. Was it seventy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the hamsters only run so fucking fast in the car, right? <laughs> <laughs> now you're blaming the car. Oh goodness. <laughs> There's uh, who was up here? Oh, when Sam was up here a couple weeks ago, he was talking about how there's some parts in Texas now where it's eighty-five marked. I'm like holy shit! Yeah. Like that is fucking fast. Yeah, that's moving. But, I mean, you go to Atlanta, and it's, you know, the Atlanta Highway <sighs> racetrack. Oh, my God. I mean, if you're not doing 80, you're, you're going to get run off the that road. That was the only time where I was like, why? Oh, this is crazy. Paul yeah. was freaked out. When we, we drove back from Florida to here, and we and we were coming back in, and I, I learned to drive in Chicago. Most of my formative driving yeah. age was done in Chicago. So I, I'm comfortable going 80, bumper to bumper, uh, is, is anybody's going to be right. But 
in Atlanta to the point where I suddenly went, I, I think I need to pay extra attention because it was like it was like even faster than that, and everybody was like moving and jockeying. Yeah. Generally, if everybody's doing eighty and like we're bumper to bumper, people aren't changing yeah, lanes stay, a bunch. Stay in your lane, right? Everybody's like, you know, <clears throat> we're going to go fast, but we're all going to go fast together. No. But in Atlanta, they're just moving around and oh, yeah. jumbling and whatever. Well, it's eight lanes <clears throat> through downtown, right? And Paula actually asked me, "Do you know what the fuck you're doing?" And I said, <laughs> no, um, I'm, I'm a little out of my comfort zone right at the moment. Yeah. So you talking to me right now, not a great idea. It wasn't <laughs> the speed that got me in Atlanta. It was the, the aggressive lane changing. Yeah. That's what he's talking about. The, yeah. Like the dude in that far left lane is taking that exit. That's 20 feet away. Right? Yeah. I mean, there seemed to be a lack of planning. Like in Chicago, yeah. when we were driving on 290 and all those highways up there, People weren't changing four lanes to catch an exit. People right. know knew where they were going. They were moving over a couple miles earlier. And listen, the slow lane was going 75. So it's right. not like the far right lane was like going super slow. Yeah. People were planning ahead. So I think the thing we learned was Chicago people can plan ahead a couple of miles and Atlanta people cannot. See, okay, here's the thing. I was probably going in that right-hand lane because like whenever me and Mo drive. Well, I, I got to believe you peed it's, yourself. It's... <laughs> <laughs> she's always wanting to know, make sure I get in the lane to turn. And like, even if it's like 25 miles away, like don't forget your turn. Like I know 25 no, miles. <laughs> Paul always Hang tells me, now. Hey, a couple <laughs> miles up where we're going to turn. I go, yeah, no, I, I got time. <laughs> right. Like she's always like warning me. Like, like I didn't know where we were going. And so, but, but I'm like a couple, three miles ahead. Like if we're traveling at speed, I'm like thinking I need to get over yeah. and I'm planning for how to do that so that I, I don't suddenly have to lock them up and turn <laughs> sideways for three lanes. So that's the problem. And also, if I have to do that, I just slide up to the next exit. I mean, the point is, don't put everybody at risk. Right. Well, the problem, everybody's doing 80, but there's 15 people that are doing 100. Uh, and they're weaving in and out of traffic at 100 mile an hour. Yeah. And it's like, dude, just slow down. Yeah. We'll all get where we're going at the same time and probably quicker if you don't cause an accident. Right. Right. Because now you slowed everybody. I will, I will say, I'm surprised. I thought, so I thought cars come with governors that shut off at 100 miles an hour. No. Because what? That's what I thought. <laughs> no. Because every truck I what had. What made you think that? Because, <laughs> because my old Silverado did, and it was a newer Silverado. It, it would, Have you it would, ever it would had a car with a no. governor on it? No. Yeah. Never. So my Not first once. Infinity, I personally can attest, because somebody drove it, not me, because mm -hmm. that would be against the law. It went at least 130 miles per hour. So I like that's what I'm saying. Like I know the Subaru not me. will hit 120. Because that's against the law. Because yeah. I got 120. <laughs> One twenty, but I that was I I had both hands on the wheel at that point. Really? Yeah. So I one hundred and thirty. I mean, really? Do you need more than one hand? The second hand was going to do what at that point? <laughs> I mean, that's just stability. That's a good point. <laughs> I mean, you sneeze and you're just. <laughs> but yeah, I mean the the oh, I know the the like the two thousand three Silverados like hit a hundred and it just bink and it slowed down like it and you'd hit a governor. I think the I think now I think my Ram. You sure I mean, your dad didn't install that on you? Yeah, that could be. <laughs> no. No, it's, it was from the factory. But I've never owned one with a governor. I've never I owned uh, I've never owned a golf cart, but I've ridden golf carts with governors, but that's the only thing I've ever had with a governor on it. I learned how to bust those. Sweet. <laughs> oh yeah, you did when work I, at a golf yeah, cart. Yeah, when I worked yeah. at the golf course, we would 
So we had Gators, John Deere Gators that we drove. Those are big six wheel ones, or the like no, the, most the, of like, them are just the truck bed looking. Yeah, thing? it yeah. has a bed. So if you if you lift the bed up, the governor's right there, and it's just a little like washer basically that stops yeah. it from going any faster. Yeah, <laughs> you bust that washer off of there, and that joker will go as fast so you, as you want. The whoop. the the way you get caught though, and they you get in trouble. Is because when you stop, that motor keeps running and goes boom and backfires super loud, and everybody <laughs> on the golf course can hear it. And so they start calling, Who busted their governor? <laughs> right. And so your car had, goes back into the shop. We had a golf outing <laughs> at, at the company that Paul and I met at. And it was every year, it was a big golf outing party thing. And for three straight years, we had a golf cart accident where there was a major injury. So two years in a row, <laughs> a girl blew out her knee and by trying to get out of a cart that was moving. And, and then the third year, a guy did the same thing and like blew out their knees. So golf carts are actually probably one of the, I more say, dangerous than a car, <laughs> probably more dangerous than a car. Well, because there's not seat belts. There's not. Right. Oh, well, I've thrown multiple people out of golf carts. Airbags. I mean, right. It's like, it's they have like, that little, they have that little uh, basket behind there where you can put alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the scene from Jackass, like one of the early, from the TV show. Yeah. I think like the first episode, like they're just ramping those off uh Oh yeah, on the golf course and everything. I'm pretty sure jackass should not be the judge for what is safe and what is not. I've thrown people out of carts. I've watched guys flip them. I've seen them drive off into a pond on accident. I mean, it's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I think the worst accident I've ever been in was on a boat. I was being uh, towed, towed or pulled. Does it matter? Towed, I guess. Uh, on a uh, on a not a basket, but a uh, a tube. And the guy looped around, and he was gonna gun it, and then like kind of whip us. But the there got there was so much slack in the rope that it, wrapped, it roped it wrapped around me and the girl that was on the tube with us. And then when it took off, like it, <laughs> ouch! <laughs> that would hurt. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I got on a tube this past weekend. Went to the lake and God, I haven't had a good time. Twenty years. I caught some major air. Remember the ones where they like they took off the market because, like, you could like pull it up and fly, and like kids were falling oh, yeah. off and yeah, breaking their necks and stuff. Oh yeah, those things were awesome. Kids are always ruining <laughs> things. Kids. <laughs> but I guess hitting hitting the water at forty feet high isn't the well. So what's interesting in uh, in Arkansas, you have to have a boater's license, right? And there's there's all these rules like. If, uh, like, say we go tubing and somebody gets thrown off the tube, you have to have a flag and you put the flag up yeah. to let other boaters coming by know, hey, there's a <laughs> like, person in like the water. Like, run over them with a yeah, prop. Yeah, pay attention. Exactly. Georgia's like, you Free. buy the boat, it's <laughs> you just go on, whatever you want. <laughs> like, they just, they just let you go. Um, now, they will. There are a lot of uh, police officers. They have, like, Lake police officers that will pull you over in a boat and check to see if you've been drinking. Yeah, they'll check, make sure nobody's too drunk. They'll come in and make sure you have enough life vests, you, okay, and they'll can, write you a ticket. Can you get a DWI on water? Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, I mean, just not for having an open container, even though not, not open drinking. container. Okay, but you can drink because you. I mean, that's but like, there's a point where they'll write you a, a 
intoxication ticket. Right. I mean, I know you can get, you can get a DWI on a horse. So, so I had a buddy in college that got a public intox because he was at a party and decided he was too drunk to drive and didn't want to like sleep at the place we were at and walked home and the police officer pulled him over walking across the bridge <laughs> and gave him a public intox. I mean, I feel like you can, I mean, if a cop wanted to do that, just be parked at a, um, at a bar or something waiting for somebody waiting on an Uber. I mean, technically I guess they could do that. Right. Technically. I mean, it's but, messed up. Oh yeah. I mean, there's other issues that they have to deal with that need to be fixed first before right. that. But no, it's, well, I mean, the kid was being responsible. Well, it's like, I mean, it's I mean the horse isn't drunk. The horse knows how to go home. The guy just happens to be on it. I mean, you're not controlling the horse. The horse is like, you are just, no, I'm just saying like, if you like, if you live out in the sticks, <laughs> which a lot of people do and you have a horse, which a lot of people do and you ride the horse to the barn or to the bar, not barn, but <laughs> the bar. But you're on you're on public land coming back with the horse, right? Yeah, but the horse is like self-driving. Like No, you, it's not. You don't have like if the, if the you horse You don't understand how a horse functions, do you? <laughs> no, there no, I'm talking about a story that like actually happened. The the horse knew how to get home. The guy was passed out and the horse was going back home. So he wasn't driving the horse. Do you drive a horse? What do you do? You ride a horse. Ride a horse. Peloton. <laughs> Everything is full circle. Small, oh gosh! Small windows. No, do that right in the mic. <laughs> that was a really good cigar, Steve. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I really, um, I don't smoke enough of those cemeteries. I smoke a lot of the uh, La Roma, but yeah. We yeah, still the have symmetries, a box both here and at home of those. Symmetry is one of my favorites. It's it's just got, I mean, the f- I, I rum and bourbon are the two things that I like to drink when I'm going to drink yeah. outside of beer. And uh, this, to me, just pairs perfect with just about any rum or bourbon. So, so I've been doing the Diplomatico rum. We had a tasting mm-hmm. for Diplomatico, and I, I got a bunch because I didn't know how to order, so I accidentally ordered. <laughs> the more you got, like, three bottles. <laughs> right. <laughs> Accidentally got three rare bottles of a nice. diplomatico rum, yeah, and ten little bottles because <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Um, and so I've been really enjoying the shit out of the diplomatico. That's it good is, rum. It's great rum. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a rum. I'm not a rum. I think the last time we had rum was probably when we had like Ronza Capa. Ronza Capa. Oh yeah, that was a funny episode. That's a throwback. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had the rum from. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. We did have the one from Frank. From Frank. Uh, well, I was talking to one of my spirits, n- new employees today. We were discussing our favorite spirits, and she said her favorite was uh, gin. And so we talked about gin. Monkey Forty Seven. And I said it was like there's a there's a really good gin out there called Monkey Forty Five or Monkey Forty Three, some odd Monkey Forties. And she goes, I've never heard of that. And oh. I said, uh, it's supposedly really good. And that, is, that is the best gin, I think. And I then I had. said, did you know that gin does not have to be made with juniper? And she said, get out. <laughs> and I said, no. Can't be made with coffee beans, but that you know that would be stupid. But You should have said, you're in my office. Right. <laughs> you you it's actually out. our office. <laughs> but <laughs> She's the goat person. 
who moved to Hot Springs. And she has hooves? So she uh, <laughs> originally lived in Florida, and she moved to Hot Springs while she still had a job in Florida because she heard that you're allowed to own goats in Arkansas. She, I mean, wanted, she literally moved here so she could buy a goat. Yes. She's you're not allowed real, to own a goat? And not, not in private on private land. There's zoning considerations, but there's not in Arkansas. I mean, you can't own a goat anywhere in Arkansas. But like, where she's at, it, down to Hot Springs, you can. Well, that's hot strange. You can literally own yeah. an alligator probably. <laughs> it might be fine. Yeah. yeah she's my actually wife. awesome. We Steffi has been in the office now couple times so i've gotten a chance to talk to her she's uh, really fun so it's really nice people my, are starting to go back in the office my so wife has always wanted one of those pigs a pot belly pig or a teacup no pig like or something? yeah the micro pigs but yeah. they're they're not actually micro pigs they grow yeah they become 800 my, pounds yeah they become huge pigs <laughs> my, but my grandpa had one in little rock it's illegal to own a farm animal as a pet just for purpose of food consumption then well you like, have I to be I, outside I, of little rock i think well like no like i um Buddy of mine, he lives up off of. Uh, um, by so the, you're, by you're the, ratting your buddy out now. Who's going no, to go uh -oh. to jail? He has, the, he has the the by the blind and deaf school off of uh, Markham and Canis or whatever, and they have chickens. Chickens are different. Okay, but that's they're a farm not animal. farm animals. I don't know. They're considered different because of the egg. That's production. what I'm saying because it, because you're using it for, for food. So can you have a a pig if you're going to slaughter it? I don't. Is that the I difference? Don't know. Could you have a goat? I didn't if write you're the just rules. Going to milk it. God, goat milk is so fucking disgusting. I don't think you want to tell Steffi that. It's it's oh, gross. Goodness. It's fucking gross. It's tart. It's bitter milk. She likes tart milk. It's just it's bitter milk. It's just not a little goat cheese. Blah, fuck that. Okay. Give me grade A. We'll write Aaron cow, down. Cow juice. We'll write Aaron cow down juice. as mixed on goat dairy. <laughs> Questionable, <laughs> questionable, unsure. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the thing on a on a wedding invitations like yes, no, or um, maybe? Is it maybe? <laughs> it seems like such an easy answer. I feel like it was something fancier than maybe. Oh my god! Quite goodness. possibly, uh, <laughs> potentially. Our, <laughs> god, yes. Can you imagine if? Can you imagine if like you sent out wedding invitation with those, like the most nondescript like. Possibly, maybe, maybe, but like undecided, undecided, <laughs> undecided. <laughs> like, like that's how I would fuck up the wedding invitations. She'd be like, "What did you do?" Like, oh, yeah, maybe, maybe, possibly. Well, now it's become this trend of getting married in like these really hard to find locations, like secret wedding venues. So, like. You so, have to actually like try to get there. So like everybody has like a, that. Oh, what if it comes up with a map? What? Like a, like a trip. Like Why a would treasure you do that? So I don't know. Find it. It shows it's who a the trend. True, yeah. Shows it shows who, who your true friends or family are. <laughs> I guess. I oh don't, my, you don't get what me. So you don't get magazine. Did they read that from? I have no idea, but it's a trend right now. Wow. That's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I mean, to get to my wedding, which was technically 26 plus years ago, you had to fly to Vegas. But I told you where it was at. You mine that, mine was, like, was in Jamaica. You had to go to <laughs> the country. You got to yeah. have a passport. Right. But you knew where it was. <laughs> mine was mine was at a at a political. Um, oh, yeah. I remember that. Right. <laughs> you political junkies. Yeah. Revenue thing. That's right. <laughs> First wedding there. Nice. Broke the seal on that one. Yeah, you did. Have they had weddings since? 
I don't. Or I mean, did it get I, shut down after the debauchery? I mean, I th- <laughs> once ours was done, that was into transaction. I've never really <laughs> contacted back to them. I know Mo made like a nice little post and posted pictures and stuff. Nice. But it was a nice wedding for me. I was like, bah, done. We had a good time. It was a nice one. I didn't get to stay as long as I wanted to because I had to work. Yeah. But, you know. I don't know. I don't we know. had a good time. I didn't even go to your wedding. I don't even know you. Then. You didn't know me. <laughs> right. I sure as fuck didn't go to yours. <laughs> no. You did not. I would have noticed you. Why, why, why is a nine-year-old here? <laughs> Who's ginger is this? I think I was five. They don't even let you in Vegas at five, do they? So my knee... Uh, hey, sir, can you... My two, uh, can you go be, be underage? I was my just two, kidding. Oh, my two know. nieces were there. So, yeah, and they were younger than you were. East Coast time. Not oh, that much goodness. younger. One was like one. So, speaking of Vegas, the trade show is next week. When trade this, show. When this you are comes trade out. Show, trade show yeah. is now. When this comes out, we will be at the show, but not the show was not open yet. So, it's when set up day. So, um, are they doing, so I know like, I guess two years ago we talked about when you came back from my PCBR, we talked about how they were going to do a consumer day or something like that. Yeah. Did, that got canceled. So did that, did that never come to fruition? No. Okay. Um, I, mean, there, I mean, there was such bad blowback. On yeah. That, that was, that was a bad decision. The, because the, they talked about it at the show, right? Like last yeah, day. They, they introduced it. Like, oh, by the way, it wasn't the last day, but they introduced it there, which probably was a bad decision. Um, they hadn't worked out any details. They just basically said, hey, here's what we want to do. What do you think? Yeah. And everybody was like, eh. And they were talking about using like an app and for your with this lounge. Yeah, and yeah so like uh, like each shop would be allowed one consumer ticket or two consumer tickets or something like that, and their ticket would be linked back to the shop. And then they, they, were, they were talking about an app where, like, if you found a cigar that you wanted that that shop didn't carry, <laughs> you could take a picture right. of it. And it would send directly to, like, the bee's phone or yeah, whatever. Yeah, which is a terrible idea because, you know, you want one cigar, and now the shop has to bring in the entire line of cigars. Or you would just get an influx of, like, 50 different cigars. It's just, right. like, I'm not going to bring in all these. Right. right. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was shot down pretty quick. Did did a uh, PCA happen last year or was it no canceled? They canceled it last year. Okay, so so technically, yeah. So because they were going to do that at last year's PCA, well, no, they introduced it as an idea. Oh, okay, it it never got to the point where they were like, it yes, wasn't, wasn't we're going to do it. Okay. Right. It was they should have sent it in uh, a survey to the PCA members, yeah, and manufacturer members, and they didn't. They just said, oh, yeah, sounds like a great idea. Let's yeah. Get, let's get but, consumers but on But board. to be honest with you, the blowback on the PCA had very little to do with that. Yeah. Yeah. So I know I mean, that's right. the part that, that, Aaron, you keep fixating on. What? But the complaint about PCA from the manufacturers no, was, no, 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 was no. not no, much. No, I, I knew, like, consumers, it's like... Shops weren't that interested in that. I, I I assume the product people probably were because that just more word of mouth. No, no, most of the manufacturers didn't like it. So with when you go to PCA, it's uh, it is a lot of fun, but it's a ton of work. It's it's not what everybody thinks, where you're just walking around smoking cigars and socializing and having a good time. Um, you're you're doing business like mm-hmm. it, that's what it's designed for, right? So to take an entire day or a half a day 
and create a consumer portion of it where That's right. it's gonna be the first of the show isn't it they or they hadn't decided day. it never got to that point but basically you'd have to change the way the booths are set up to take out all the pricing information and and uh you know deals and and everything's got to be consumer Sanitized. yeah everything's got to be consumer i don't want to say viable but i guess that's for yep. lack of a better term, it has to be able to accommodate the consumer being there and understand that, you know, this these shops are trying to make money as a business, right? So there's a retail price for things, and then there's a manufacturing price for things. So yep. that does not translate when Joe Schmo comes in there and says, oh, well, these are only, you know, X amount. Why are you selling them to me at this amount, right? Mm-hmm. That's not how business functions. And most people are not going to understand that when they see how that business works. So yep. that was episode twelve. Yeah, that was a long time ago. So that was uh, July nine, July twelfth of nineteen. Yeah, if you yeah. want to hear about that, there's two. I think episodes. Well, there's probably three. There's one where we talk about it, where we talked about the so what of that. I think you want to hear the Jared, where he explains yeah. the economics, mm-hmm. right of the manufacturer's objections, which to be honest with you is 90% of the concern here. Well, and who pays for the cigars that the, that the consumers smoke at the show? Right. And then you want to hear your guys' reaction when they originally announced it, if right. you're really interested in that. So do, are, but do are, you understand that the PCA objection and the fallout that is still being felt, some of the reason some of the big names are still reluctant to go is that there has still not been a healing of the wound between the manufacturers and PCA. Big time. Yep. Yeah, because there's still, that hasn't been addressed. I mean, there's it still... It feels like at all. Like not big, at all. Like big names, like Davidoff... Davidoff, is, Drew State, General, and Altidus were the big four that pulled out of the 20, 2020 show. And, and they're still not there. They're still not, still not there. Yeah. So, Drew State, I get, because their guys just started hitting the road again. Yeah. Yeah. This month, like they it could be timing with the road yeah. as well. Were, were those four? Did they have a? Were they at TPE? Drew State was not. Okay, the other three were. Okay, but there's a there's a major issue going on with flavored cigars right now, mm-hmm. and those companies are very involved with with infused cigars, right? Oh yeah, that's where I mean, hell. that's a big problem. We, I mean, we, we talk about it all the time. Liga is around because of acid. Yeah, well, and not just them. You look at general. Even Davidoff has a, a big share in, in that side of the market, right? Yep. And you're not even just talking about cigars <laughs> at that point. You're talking about pipe tobacco. You're talking about cigarettes. Like, there's that that is a huge problem in our industry. Do they classify pipe tobacco as flavored and fused? They haven't clarified it yet. Okay. Yeah. Once again, a great explanation of that yeah. market situation is Jared Saunders. Yeah, his, his Jared explanation. Trudeau. Jaron Trudeau, sorry. Yeah. His, uh, he's a sales um, uh, vice president. Yeah, for, VP of sales for Christoph. For Christoph. And he uh-huh. explains that eloquently and I think yeah. entirely accurately. And if you're super interested in an insider view of what's going on, he gives you the lowdown on that. Yeah. And really hits, Steve, what you're hitting on there, but in – 
excruciating details with right. percentages and 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 what's going on. Well, and he knows more of that. I don't. I don't right. deal with that. Did, okay, let me ask you this. I how just did, talk how, to people. We had such like <laughs> what you're talking about is like such an in depth like technological yeah. business stuff. The name of the episode is "Are You a Duck Masseuse?" That's <laughs> <laughs> right. It is. For the record, we episode recorded 40, for three hours. Episode and a forty-eight. Half. Aaron, episode. Aaron is the gateway to crime slash. Are you a duck masseuse? Yeah, <laughs> but he describes in there the exact. Yeah, he goes business. in depth. He does, and he knows a lot of that. Yeah, and and he just at some point we shut up, and he talked for twenty minutes about that. Um, and really explained the so what yep. of the complexity of those manufacturers' business models that causes them heartburn with a lot of what's going on today. I'm just going back through the titles of our shows. Yeah, I don't know who names and our I'm, shows. I'm, I'm kind of confused at some of them. One is called... Why are you confused? I just One is called... <laughs> Beef jerky does not equal cigars. What was the topic that we talked about? To, I don't know. To come what up was with the that? fucking topic? You name the stuff. I don't know. I mean, it's just like some of these are. Oh, goodness. It's just like we're getting the band back together. That must have been whenever you came back. In yeah. 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 That one at least makes sense somewhat. Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, I think everybody knows this. I don't go back and listen because I'm here <laughs> when we record it. So, and I don't actually know most of the names of the episodes. Uh, Lincoln Park screws over the cigar pulpit. I remember that one. Yeah. Oh, that was great. Oh, goodness. <laughs> On the other hand, I do remember that story. Uh, uh, and for the record, he's still bitter about that. Yeah, I would believe so. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about this uh, this golf that is supposed to take place here. Yeah, yeah. You have you, I mean, you talked to him about the golf? We tried to put it together last time I was in town and just couldn't, yeah, couldn't just quite get on the same timing, page. Timing couldn't help. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron yeah. is convinced that he is a Tiger Woods in hiding. Yeah. <laughs> you I never he- know. I heard the episode. I know. You never know. You never know. <laughs> eh, I got a pretty good idea. I touched my eye, too. <laughs> All I know, all I know, is that I need the uh, I need that link for those Jordan uh, pink golf shoes. Yeah, those golf are like $1, shoes $1, are overrated. A thousand dollars? Yeah, that's I, not a that's not a regular production shoe. That somebody took <laughs> the shoe. She just flipped me off. <laughs> <laughs> somebody took the shoe and put a golf sole on the bottom of it. Like that's not a normal so shoe. I, so I saw there's like things you can add on to the bottom of shoes. Yeah. to make them golf shoes. So can like, will those work on Chuck Taylors or? Yeah, it it's Aaron, there's mixed reviews. You do not need golf shoes. You okay, pr- you but, probably don't. But the same thing, like, do you need bowling shoes? Yes, of course, because you can't bowl without. Bowling them. shoes are different. Yeah, you need bowling shoes. There's <laughs> zero chance you need golf shoes. I have played golf for the last twenty <laughs> years without golf shoes. Do you know I used to wear bowling shoes to school? No, but I'm suddenly, I'm not surprised. Are you surprised? No, that was E. Marin or whatever we called him. E. Marin. I'm so sad. I was never that way. I was the, I was never emo. I was not emo growing up. He was the happy emo kid. I was, I was, I wasn't emo. I was, I was skater. I was just your typical skater. That's not emo. Like Avril Lavigne, skater boy. (laughs) Before she died and was uh, brought in by a doppelganger. What? Have you not heard that conspiracy theory? That conspiracy oh my theory? gosh. You've no. heard about that, haven't you? Yeah. So there's a theory that Avril Lavigne died in like 04. And then somebody that looks 
exactly like her took her spot, and that's why there was such a drastic change in her music was because she, the real one, had died, and the new one... Tim Foil Hats, Mark. Yeah. I don't believe it, <laughs> but it's funny. Tim Foil Hats. <laughs> that's all you need to know. Fascinating. <laughs> yeah. It's like a real thing. Fascinating. Okay. <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> Bo, did you know that Everell Levine died and was replaced by a doppelganger alien? <laughs> Let's do more off. Let's do more off mic talk, like what we talked about before right, the show. Right, I'm just checking. No, I mean I don't believe it, but it's an, yeah. Okay. Anyways, back to the golf. You stuff. You don't believe yes, it. You do. Yeah, you do. I mean, I agree I, with Steve. I you liked. Do. I liked the older stuff, the original stuff. I liked it better than her new stuff. So maybe it Are has. We're still a talking bit about Avril Lavigne. This conversation lasted longer than her career. <laughs> she's, no, she's like a Christian singer now or something. Is she? She's reinvented. People herself can't again. grow. I mean, I don't give a fuck. You can do whatever you want. I'm just See, saying. I'm, she's still around. Are you a Are you a Paramore fan? I like Haley Williams. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I, li- I now, like. Was she? Did she die? And was she replaced? She, her was, music no, changed. she just got abducted and probed and brought back. Okay. <laughs> brick by brick is one of my. Uh, don't say it. Brick by brick is one of my favorite sort of jam songs. I mean, though. Riot's a good album. It's a great I mean, album. The whole thing is good. Yeah. I, I like me a I like me a a metal band or like a, a rock band with a female vocalist. I do too. I mean they're strong. And she's and, and she's and she's one of those that she's got a great voice. I oh, really yeah. like I like her a lot. So yeah, I mean what about uh, Cindy Lou Who? Her her metal band. I so I I haven't heard her, but I know that she does like a rock band stuff now. Yeah. Which that's like I love that movie, but it's weird seeing her as not, not. Who. <laughs> you know what I mean. You define her whole life by a movie she did when she was like nine. But yes. I think that's what that's like one of the only movies she's ever done. Yeah, but now she has a whole career as a musician. But what's her name? I don't remember exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like she's known for this. I see what you're saying, but, but so it's kind of like I mean, what? Who else? Is, like. Um, <laughs> OJ. He's going to make a point, but he can't remember the point. He can't remember no. the point. <laughs> OJ. He's going to die on that school bus. <laughs> what is OJ known for? Football. See, I, I, for my era, in your era too, he's known for the Bronco. His era, he's known for football or maybe Hertz commercials where he's like running over chairs and stuff and what? Yeah. Uh, Naked Gun. But for us, Naked it's, Gun, great movie. Great movie. I agree. It's a baseball movie. It's a baseball movie. The, I, if I was an umpire, like I would, I would showboat on strike three call. Like, have you thought about what your strike three call would be? No. Oh, everybody's got that. You got to steer. See, I would, I would, mine would be like, mine would be like, I throw my hands up like, ha, yeah. <laughs> Good visual gags. That's also translates well to the podcast. Maybe I'll do that like on a uh, an Instagram story or something. Oh, yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> no, I mean, you gotta you gotta you gotta showboat a little bit. Only <laughs> only if the only if the call is right. You can't be like Angel Hernandez and get like seventy percent wrong. Don't, and then do if it. you're calling a strike, don't you believe that it's a strike? It's a good point. Well, yeah, but it has to be right. Yeah, but how do you know? That's the, but you think it's right. That's the whole human aspect of baseball, right? It's not like you're calling a strike, but you think it's a ball. No, what I'm saying is like for for 
the consumer to enjoy it. You have to make sure you're right. Or well, this for the goes OT. back to the episode or the the conversation of if you say it with enough confidence, <laughs> confidence, no, and often, no, because there's times people where will believe it where we're watching ball games and you know like it's off and he calls it a strike or whatever. And you're like, ah, that's no, that's not right. So you're but, saying for your enjoyment, the extravagant strike three call needs to actually be in your mind a strike. So you would only call it when they swing. You don't do the. It's not whether the umpire thinks it's a strike. I I don't know. It's whether the fan thinks. Everybody, everybody knows it's a strike. So that's the thing. Okay, you know, you bring up a good point because everybody knows it would be a strike three if he swings. Mm -hmm. But if it's a, it's a, if it's looking, I mean, you have to be a little flamboyant. But it has to be like down the center, not really paint the corner kind of thing. Mm, Well, or like they check it third. And he calls it out, uh, and then you can't like retroactively go blah. blah. (laughs) 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 I wouldn't moonwalk like uh, like what's his name. You look like you're trying to scare somebody or something. Leslie (laughs) Nielsen. Catcher turns around. She's 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 debate. She's like really. She's think, rethinking her whole life right now. Yeah. She's like, oh, God, why, we're so close to two years. <laughs> why did I marry this guy? <laughs> so I'm not a big extravagant umpire guy. So we, we talked a little bit about this, about showboating players the other day. I don't, if you're like a ball player, like you're Fernando Tatis Jr., and you hit a ball 500 feet, like, and you and you can flip the bat and you can slow roll the catcher and do all that stuff because you just hit a ball 500 feet. You called a fucking third strike. What are you celebrating? <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. I mean, you're there to call balls and strikes. I mean, congratulations. To make it fun. because You should start doing that every time you sell a cigar. Every time you finish a project, <laughs> you install. Bitches. This whole segment is just one long pe- peaking on the, on the, on the audio. <laughs> Good thing we have somebody who can fix that later. Oh, goodness. <laughs> um, no, like... I'm not that, a big umpire being flamboyant guy. I'm, I'm, I'm for an umpire... Um, being emphatic. I being, want him to... I don't want... Because I've been to ball games with you guys, and like you go, what was the fuck? Was that a strike or a ball? <laughs> yeah. I'm like looking up the scoreboard. I'm looking <laughs> yeah, down. The was, just standing there. I, I think the best umpire is the one where you don't know his name, honestly. Right, but I mean, he can call strike. Ball. He should be. He should be clear so that you, let's say, drunk in the beer garden, know that it was a strike. But I, I think like doing a moonwalk dance feels like excessive. <laughs> okay, <that's> non-celebration <laughs> that's, of an event that you didn't really have much to do. That's with. That's a bit obsessive. But you know, you got. It's also a game. Have some fun. Let the kids play, kind of thing. I'm all for the kids. But but, but I'm totally fine if if Tatis, like he did last week. Oh. He hit his third home run at his third right. at bat, and he pimped it for like ten seconds at for, at home plate. Do that. Your job is to hit the ball. The pitcher's job is to not make yeah. him hit the ball. So if he gets all pissy, whatever. Hey, just throw a better fucking ball or something. Right. The players celebrating, I I don't ever have a problem with. Now, having said that, my favorite football player is Walter Payton, who never celebrated anything. Like you said, act like you meant to do that, and and you've been there before, but. 
celebrate. I don't have a problem with that. So, okay. So are you allowed to do that one time the very first time since you've literally never done that before? No, you can celebrate. I, I think different people have different styles. His thing was hand it to the ref and run to the side. I mean, he also, you know, how many touchdowns did he score? That was right. his, that was his gig. Yeah. But um, when F- Fernando Tatis slow rolls, I, I thought the most interesting thing of the week wasn't him slow rolling the third home run. It was the guy hit a big time home run, like 480 feet and was slowed slow rolling out of the batter's box and the umpire chased him a little bit and like barked at him to get going (laughs) (laughs) and you're just going apparently the umpire's a little old school okay how about this can we agree that no hitters are kind of boring now and they're oversaturated like there's been like six this year already And, and especially you can't have a combined no hitter with four pitchers when you have nine walks no, yeah, that when when it's combined, no, I don't think that counts as much. It has to be a full game. No, well, hitter. I think the nine walks is the part, right? But um, yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of no hitters this year. It's the give and take of the game. It's the ebb and <laughs> right. flow. We were, we were, I was watching the uh, the the Dodgers Giants game last night, and like we're gonna we're gonna cut into the uh, Rockies and Pirates game because I got a no hitter going into the ninth. So they cut right to it. Very first pitch. Uh, a blooper, Dink. a blooper into into right field. They're like, okay, well, done with that, and then went back to the other one. I'm like, gosh. So that's the impressive part about a no hitter, because the things. I mean, that's the super impressive part about a perfect game, right? Nobody can mess up in a perfect game. Yeah. But but a no hitter, the concept is somebody didn't accidentally duck snort, or somebody didn't hit, you know, just top a ball into the beat a ball into the grass snort. Duck snort. I've never heard that before. <laughs> really? A little duck snort? You didn't watch Bull Durham? I've never watched I've never seen Bull Durham. Never seen Bull Durham, huh? No. Wow. It's a good the, one. You should this, watch it. Probably the second greatest baseball movie ever. Probably. What's the first greatest? That's probably the third. The first one is The Natural. Um, yeah, with, I would agree. With Robert Redford. And the second one is um, Field of Dreams. And then probably Bull Durham. Wow. Okay. Yep. Pure baseball movies. Yep. Uh, no, Brewster's Millions, right? Brewster Millions, four. Um, Problematic. But at some point, uh, uh, he's describing what, you know, staying in the main uh, major leagues is about. And he said, you know, the difference between 250 and 275 is a couple duck snorts, a Texas leaguer, a seeing eye ground ball once a month, right? He was describing what it is to just being able to stay at the major league level is. And yeah, duck snort is is a ball hit off the end of the bat that kind of just dying quail over the infielders' heads, right? Duck snort. You've heard duck snort, right? Yeah, that's a baseball term, dude. Huh. I'm, I'm not ne- making that up. I've never heard. You that. would probably call it a blooper. A blooper. A blooper. Okay, yeah, blooper. Duck snort's more baseballish. It's, yeah, it's gonna. The difference would be the the fade off, probably the yeah. the curve. Yeah. Looks but, like it looks like a dying bird. But you think about a no hitter, you avoid all those little idiosyncrasies that happen during a baseball game. Somebody beating the ball into the ground, and it just basically nobody can make a play because it's just freakishly between everybody, or a ball just finding a way between two infielders. That's the amazing part of a no hitter. It's not most of those no hitters aren't you know twenty seven strikeouts, right? Right. They're, stuff they're, stuff is going to get interesting now with all the uh, managers calling for checks. 
Like, what's yeah, did gonna, you see the guy take his pants off the what, other day? There was two. There was Scherzer and uh, Scherzer. somebody else. I thought Scherzer was going to kill. Scherzer is crazy. Scherzer is crazy. And yeah. I'm not sure I'd fuck with Scherzer. No. Because <laughs> he had the look like, give me the ball back. I have somebody I want to hit. Yeah, I'm going to throw. I'm going to throw this, and he was throwing. I mean, it was with who the, was the other manager? It was it was Gerard. It was Joe yeah, Girardi. Girardi. Yeah, but but can you imagine like if somebody's in the middle of a no hitter and you check them in the seventh? Like, I mean, technically it's fine, but it's bush league. Well, now, I mean, they they still haven't defined what illegal substances are because right. they haven't defined if sweat and and rosin are illegal right. substances. It technically I, rosin is. Rosin isn't because rosin is but on the... But sweat board. and rosin, uh, they just busted the guy in Seattle for this. Um, oh, and, where they say, oh, like, so a mixture of sweat and rosin? Right, because then it makes tacky. And so um, uh, it'll be interesting to see. It, it is it is fixing at some point. It's fixing to become uh, all-out brawl. Well, <laughs> what we're going to have is there's going to be a work stoppage. That's what that's going to happen. So Scherzer the other night had the look like, you fuckers, one more time, one more guy comes out here and pats my ass down. <laughs> and I'm going to start picking you. Because <laughs> you know Scherzer's got pinpoint oh, control. Yeah. I'm going to start hitting you in the ear hole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw, I saw a, a meme the other day. And it was the George Brett's uh, Pine Tar game. It said the original, um, the original uh, <laughs> sticky, sticky game or whatever. Well, you know why the Pine Tar was illegal at that point to be so high up on the bat? It was right, a so. cost-saving maneuver from owners. It actually provides you no advantage for the sticky stuff to be higher up on the bat. But the orig- allegedly, the reason they, uh, they created it was to keep the cost of the stick them huh. down from that. the owners See, is th- the way they tell the story. I figured it was so if a ball gets hit with that bat, it wouldn't be all over the fucking ball. Yeah. They throw balls out seriously. Yeah, like I every, mean, every five pitch, seconds. Yeah. And so first of all, that doesn't help the batter right. at all. That helps the pitcher. <laughs> yeah. Imagine you just sticks, get stuck to the bat. Right. <laughs> well, hell, that happened to uh, Molina. It got stuck to his chest protector that one game. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, oh, this is awkward. We're like, it literally, like, you want to talk about cheating. Yeah. It stuck to his vest. Well, I mean, the fact is the Roz, I mean, the, the new balls are slicker. Yeah, they lowered the laces. They've lowered the laces. They've admitted to doing that. And now they don't want pitchers to do something to try to get a grip on those balls. And it's ridiculous. Yeah. Once again, can you, okay, could you, <clears throat> we should just go to the no rules golf games. Everything's loud. Just if you want to get a knife out there and like carve up the baseball, you got 35 <laughs> seconds to throw the pitch, <laughs> but throw it. And yeah. then we will play with aluminum bats. But <laughs> you're seeing this in a lot of sports. They just overthink um, the rules. Yeah. I mean, look at, look at golf right now. They're, they're talking about changing the, the golf ball to make it where the guys can't hit they it. They have far, talked right? about that for 40 years, dude. Well, they were talking about that when I was a kid. Well, they did it on the clubs, right? They started putting restrictions on the way the clubs are made and all these so things. They, they, and they basically, they control the bounce right, and, and the amount of speed that can be generated off a club. Because those guys engineer, and, and really golf is, is a classic example of a sport that has engineered itself um, into, into out of really a lot of fun, in my mind. Golf has become a game of technology and less so. I thought the interesting golf rule was that they the players decided to not use the green books. Yeah, that because, was interesting. Now, when I was a kid, 
um, you ha- you could go have books with markers on them, and we would have yardage books, and we'd have green, but you had to do it yourself. Right. But now they have these greens that are laser red, and they have these books in detail that tell you exact break on every green, and you just go, yeah, that's not a good idea. Yeah. Engineer the fun out of fucking everything. So what's what's interesting is it's we're like talking f- about getting rid of the it's like four X pornograph <laughs> pornography. Too much clarity. Doesn't four X. <laughs> right? No, the four K. Sorry, the, the the super clear <laughs> pornography. It, it seems like a good idea, but it's not actually. So they're getting rid of the green books, but they're allowing them to use laser rangefinders. I know. I, That's interesting. So Aaron and I were watching golf together. What? Fucked up moment. <laughs> and we were talking because they had the, and I said, they said, no, they're allowing them to use the laser thing. And I'm going, what? Why would they do that? Yeah. They're trying to speed up play. Mm-hmm. And and my point is, why don't they have somebody yelling behind them, pick up the fucking pace. <laughs> Quit fucking around. Uh, Quit looking at every putt from 15 angles. You're screwing up not only the pro game which you've done successfully, you're screwing up every amateur who wants to look at every putt from 15 direction. Yeah. You guys don't even know how to read a putt from behind. What are you doing looking at it from the side? Also, like, I mean, back to the baseball talk. So we're baseball fans, but we're minor league baseball fans as well. And their MLB is worried about our generation, the younger generation, and even younger, not being fans because it's slow pace, it's blah, blah, blah. Have you heard about the Savannah Bananas in the Banana Rules Baseball? Yeah, the five-pitch five home run derby. <clears throat> well, there's so there's, a, there's nine different things. So every inning counts. So the team that scores the most runs in an inning gets a point. The first team to five points wins. There's a two-hour time limit. Uh, no inning. So if it's 0-0, zero, zero, nobody gets a point. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so the first to five win. Um, two-hour time limit, no no inning will start after the two-hour point. If a team has not reached five points, the game will go to a showdown tiebreaker, which I assume will probably be like the home run derby. Uh, no stepping out. Batters cannot step out of the batter's box once the at-bat starts. Starts. If batters step out at any point, it's a strike to the batter. Wow. That's not bad. No bunting. Bunting sucks, enough said. <laughs> <laughs> batters can steal first. If a if a pass ball or wild pitch happens during any pitch of an at bat, the banner can take off first. This is what I like: no walks allowed. If a pitcher throws the fourth ball, it becomes a sprint. The hitter will take off sprinting to first, while the catcher has to throw the ball around to every defensive player on the field before it before it becomes live. The hitter can advance what? as many bases as he can before the ball. That's stupid. So. There's this premise, so and I realize that you all don't have concentration to focus for more than ten minutes. I like a three-hour <laughs> baseball game. That I personally, me. one of the things I like about baseball is that it's untimed, and the fact is, you sit and you enjoy it on the radio, mm-hmm. and you listen to it, the ebb and flow of a game, and that it takes as long as it takes. Well, and you're taking an aspect of baseball out by doing that, right? Right. Baseball is a physical sport, but there is a mental side to right. baseball, right? Yeah. The the back and forth, the the strategy of the whole thing, you're now eliminating that. Well, right? It's like we were talking last week about you see you like the second, you like the the runner on second inning. So in, I like the next innings, and you can do it in yeah. the eleventh inning. I you can do it in the tenth inning. I don't care, but I like it starting in the second 
because I've noticed in extra inning games, everybody gets really conservative, right? right? Waiting for the mistake. Right. And so you put somebody on second, make the pitcher pitch out of the stretch. And so the game is a lot more interesting. I agree. Uh, what I don't like is five innings of zero, zero baseball right. after I've sat there for watch nine innings. <laughs> Yeah. And you just go, this isn't a lot of fun. See, I'm seeing your second, I'm seeing all your shitty relievers. Yeah. I, but, you, but you're just holding out for that, for the, for the, the shortstop to come on and throw like a 62 mile yeah. an hour EFIS. That's what you're waiting on. <laughs> I like the guy on second base, but if you're a good team, that isn't a problem. Right. And so you, and you get to start with somebody at second base. So it just it sort of expedites play. So the other part with that is that's a cool highlight. Right, the the shortstop coming in and throwing a sixty two mile an hour changeup or whatever, whatever they throw, mm-hmm. that's a cool highlight. But if you're actually sitting in the ballpark watching this game and that happens, it's much less entertaining because yeah. those people don't know what's going on. What's the, what's the longest game you've ever been to? I went to a Braves game like a month ago that was I think twelve or thirteen innings. So I, I went to a Travs game that that I left in the seventeenth. I was done. That's too much baseball. It's too much baseball. I couldn't do it. At dad, some point, you'd call a tie. Well, at one point, well, because dad was like, dad was like, because it went into the 12th, and by that time, it was already 10 o'clock. He was like, well, do you want to keep watching? I was like, well, we're invested already. Might as well. Let's see what happens. And then by the 17th, I was like, all right, if we do not score on the 17th, we can finish it on the radio. And I think it I think it ended in the 18th. So, I mean, two full quitter. games. And that's He's a quitter. Quitter. <laughs> Well, that happened in uh, the All-Star game, and they called a tie. Yeah, I remember that. That was uh, That's the year after that they started the All-Star game, then decided who, who, who hosts who, who host home. Who yeah. hosts do the they World still do Series. that? I don't know. Or is it just best best uh, record? Best record is is as goofy a judge as anything because you're playing you're not playing the same team. So right. I mean it's arbitrary and capricious well, either way. Then you start arguing the NFL playoffs, right? Right. <laughs> so yeah. right, college is where I mean college you got to get. Are we going to eight teams this year? Or is it next I haven't year? heard. I heard they're discussing it, but they discuss it every year. Yeah. Much like know. world peace, it's never going to happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> That is true. Yep. All right. Is there anything else we need to touch on? We didn't do any of the million dollar butt. You no, guys. we didn't. That's what we're going to do this whole show. We did an hour and 40 minutes of nothing and bullshit. Yep. Do you want to finish with a good, strong million dollars butt? I don't have one in front of me. I got I got it. You got one? I got it. All right. <clears throat> dun, dun, a million dollars, but every time Mo says you're an idiot, Aaron, <laughs> you have to kiss Steve. <laughs> Do you want me to shave first, or do you want me? To... <laughs> no, it's beard to beard. Beard to beard. <laughs> Not that there's anything no, wrong with goodness. that, but I just know Mo is into that. <laughs> hey oh. All right. Hey oh. Every time, oh, I'm sorry. A million dollars. But every time you tell a white lie, a wax strip gets pulled from somewhere on your body. Yeah, I take it. I don't have any body hair, so. You have hair. I have, it's just clear. I have very little. It's super fine. <laughs> I'll take it. Have you ever it. had a wax strip pulled from your body? Because yes. I don't know that I have. It hurts. I don't lie much. <laughs> <laughs> There's one. <laughs> Mo, get the wax kit out. See, you got the joke. <laughs> but see, 
you're thinking like what leg and arm, right? Yeah. What about your armpit? What about your beard? What about your neck? Hey Mo, how much armpit hair do I have? It doesn't matter. How zero. Much? It doesn't matter how much is there. I don't have any testicle hair. Yeah, well, I mean it's definitely zero. <laughs> <laughs> Be it good. would hurt every time. <laughs> that would hurt. <laughs> you look like a man o' lantern. <laughs> 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 we just watched that the other night. Oh, goodness. I, okay, yeah. I, I mean, I seriously, I don't lie about anything. There's you no don't white lie? No, like, what is a white lie? A, a white lie is a lie, right? White lie is... Um, what are you laughing at? <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to let that sit hey, here for a second. Hey! Just so you guys that couldn't hear... Um, <laughs> Mo I, just said that Aaron lies all the time. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Is it a lie by omission? That could be a white lie. So a white lie is something that it, you lie about to not hurt someone's feelings or is... is Fuck your feelings. <laughs> Isn't that what they say? <laughs> they, they do. Do you say that? No. Because I don't want to make anybody upset. Right. But I also don't like... Okay, fine. If if uh, somebody shows me a picture of their dog, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I don't give a fuck. So is that a white lie? That is. What if you don't think that dog is cool? Oh, no what dogs. about babies? When people show you pictures of their no, babies. No dogs like, oh, are cool. Your baby's cute. Most babies are cute, though. I will no. admit that. I don't know of any. Not newborns. Well, not like, not fresh and goopy. No. Those are the pictures you see most of the time. I, I've never seen a goopy. Pa- I, I, that's like, I've never not like seen goopy, a goopy, but like. A couple days old, they're, no, they're usually not no, cute usually, babies. No, they're usually cute. No. But, yeah. I, I would, think you tell more white lies than you think. I think you do, too. I'm trying to think of, like, what I would, what, like, what, like, what? Do you, uh, what, what, what's your take on Oliva G cigars? I like the Oliva Gs. <laughs> I do like the Gs. The G, uh, the G dark ones, the, the small ones, good price point. Those are good. So where do you think the the wax strip would come off with that one? No, I no, I really do like those. It's like six bucks. All right, it's Mo. Quality. Mo, come on. <laughs> come on, Mo. Mo. No. Mo, come on. No. Come on, Mo. <laughs> Tell us one of his lies he's told recently. <laughs> yeah, I want to know. <laughs> I sense the conversation home in the car. Have you ever had dinner at somebody's house and the food was not good, but you were like, oh, yeah, I like it? I don't think so. I, I think I guess the only time I've said like, oh yeah, that was that was good is like when somebody gives me green beans because I, I don't like green beans. So that would count. But I mean it's nutrition, so <laughs> So do you think fine hairs I mean th- those gotta hurt more. They gotta hurt. No. Yeah. A fine hair I, as opposed to a deep rooted hair. Well does it, just because it's fine doesn't mean it's not deep rooted. Like a thick, what if it came off of your beard? A thick boy. Look how big your beard is. What if somebody stuck a wax strip <laughs> to your face and just or your mustache? Because they're you're out of hair everywhere else. Because you've told so many white lies. The hair is okay. Gone fine. Why are we just why are we ganging up on fucking me? What about y'all? You said you don't it's lie. Fun. I'm a no. I don't think I do. <laughs> I don't think I would take it. All right. What else you got? <laughs> I know you got more than that. I did a couple. Let's just fucking make it two hours. Um. All right, every time you eat your favorite meal or food item, mm-hmm. 
you feel what it's like to die in a different way, but you don't actually die. Ooh. Ooh. Um, I would take that right now because my favorite food item is not available anywhere. So, What's your favorite food item? Wings. Chicken wings. Well, they're available. They're just double the price. I like it. Like, so Wingstop, <laughs> Wingstop is not selling wings right now. I know. They're selling thighs. Yeah. Which, I, which is, it's so confusing to me, by the way, because there's still a lot of chicken legs and chicken thighs and chicken breast. But, like, there's no wings. You yeah, get, that, you get two wings per thigh. I think that's a false, what we were talking about earlier. They create the demand. It's like gas prices. Because chickens aren't disappearing. Like I didn't realize we had a chicken wing problem. I've had chicken wings three times in the last two weeks. Oh, yeah. They oh. went up 99% in price. Yeah, like, yeah, I, 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 I did barbecue chicken last night, and it's just, it, there's none in the store. Wingstop is selling thighs now. I mean, there's a lot of places that you just can't get them. Huh. So they, they probably are just saving them for the big boys, but no. But that's a no for me. I would, I would do no, no matter what. Yeah. To feel like getting your head drilled or something? No, fuck that. I mean, I know you wouldn't die, but no. That would suck. So one of the downsides of technology is that it does not want to work with you 100% of the time. This is episode 118. This is the first episode that I've ever lost an audio file. It was corrupted. Something like that. Um, yeah, so the last 30 minutes are just gone. Don't know where it was. Try to find it. It's just gone. Don't remember what it entailed. Um, Steve and Mark were probably picking on me if I had a guess, just like normal. Um, I was probably in the right like I normally am, but who's to say? So after the hard transition from what we were talking about to this, this is now the end of the show. So we will see everybody next week. Be the good. Later.